Hans and Scotty right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Thanks for making us part of your day. It is a game day, and it's been a long time since we've been able to say that. Regular season action tonight for the Utah Jazz. They take on the New Orleans Pelicans. And joining us live from the bubble on the T-Mobile special guest line, Aaron Falk from utahjazz.com. Aaron, how are you? Hey, Aaron. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Doing good, man. Doing really good. Uh, what's the uh, what's, what's the atmosphere around the team right now, considering uh, it's the first time since Oklahoma City that they've uh, prepared for an actual game? Yeah, you know, I think um, just just excitement. It's uh, It's been an interesting, and, and in some ways the last few weeks have, have gone by really fast. The days are, are, are busy and full, and in other ways, you know, you're kind of looking, you know, a lot. Of, it's a lot of practice, it's a lot of playing against um, – your, your teammates and a lot of uh, then obviously three scrimmages that that uh, to, to warm up that don't count now finally to get back into it I think it's you know it's nothing but um, but excitement and uh, kind of resolve to to get back to it you've heard um, both Donovan and Rudy say you know we were we were there at the uh, when this thing shut down it's only fitting that we're the first team back yesterday and another announcement uh, second round of testing I believe 350 or approximate tests and zero positives as as you look at the outcomes of these testings and and what we're seeing are you surprised by the lack of any positive tests i'm i'm really not at this point i mean the the bubble as long as rules and and protocols are being followed um seems to be the way to go i mean you look at obviously the uh the situation that major league baseball is dealing with and and um, no doubt, uh, you know, frustration and, and fears there. But then to see the Women's Soccer League um, have a su- successful tournament in Utah, to see Major League Soccer, it's doing the same thing in Orlando and the NBA as well. Um, the, the bubble is is the way to go at the moment. And like I've said before, when, you, when you're here and you see everyone masked up and you see the level of gear that the non-staff, that the I shouldn't say not non-team staffers are wearing, the, the people working in the hotel, um, the people that, that even you know deliver room service are, are in um, pretty extensive PPE, and um, the just the level of, of checks, and then just the daily testing that, that has have to go on. Um, you get a sense that this is this is really probably the safest place in America right now in, in a lot of ways. So it's. Uh, it's it's been a really interesting and, and um, well executed um, experiment so far, and, and you know, knock on wood. But as long as people stay the course and, and rules are, are followed, it seems relatively safe. Aaron, uh, being around this team uh, over the last uh, few weeks in the bubble, I got to imagine finally being able to play a real game really is uh, is is a big moment for this team. And I'm sure uh, there's a little bit of. Uh, I mean, do they take any pride or any acknowledgement of the fact that they're one of the they're the first team back out on the court? Yeah, a- absolutely. That's something that's that's not lost on them. Um, you know, like I said, Rudy Gobert said it's only fitting. You know, he's I think looking for um, looking forward to this. He's he's been through so much over the past four months. If you read uh, the Washington Post profile on him this week and just sort of. Um, what he endured after his positive diagnosis um, to be able to to get back on the court and um, play at a high level, and he's looked great during these these three scrimmages. Um, I think you know is is a, is something that he's looked forward to for a long time. Aaron, uh, if you don't mind, Scotty and I do an over under, 
and and Lloyd, we do an over under, a jazz over under before the season starts, and I want to go through three really quickly with you. We we did the over under restart, so this is only through the eight games in the postseason. Nothing that occurred before the season is going to play into these averages. Only from this point through the remainder of the Jazz season. Jordan Clarkson averaged 25.3 minutes per game and 15.6 points per game through the initial part of the season. I set the over-under at 26.1 minutes per game and 16.8 points per game. Would you take the over or under on those? I'm, I'm taking the over. I mean, um, as, you, as you well know, missing Boyan Bogdanovich, uh, 15 shots per game, 20 points per game. Um, it's, it's a huge um, loss and, and something that has to be filled. In it. And I, I get the sense that that's going to be filled by committee. And, and you know, Jordan Clarkson is a guy, he's, he's a spark plug, and he's not going to be afraid to go out there and, and uh, look for his shot. So I'm, I'm taking the over on both of those. Okay. George Niang averaged 3.2 three-point attempts per game. I'm going to put it at 3.8. George, not a, not afraid to pull the trigger either. Um, 3.8, you know, it, it'll it'll just depend on, uh, you know, how he's obviously coming off of, of some, some injury um, that kept him from full practicing for, for a little while. So I think you know that it just depends on on how well he feels. I might take the under on on that, just um, out of you know w- wondering how how that that will go. But he's he's a guy that's you know he's got the green light and and uh, not afraid to to take a shot. I'm keeping track of these, Aaron, and we'll hit these after the the conclusion of the season. I, Last one. I look forward to it. <laughs> Last one. Mike. He does that for all of us, though. Don't you're not you know he's not singling you out. No, this is one of my favorite games to do. I love this. Mike Conley averaged an eight-year low of 13.8 points per game through 41 games with the Jazz. Eight-year low. I'm going to set it at 16.2. Average 13.8 through the the, the the beginning. I'm going to say 16.2 points per game, over or under, through the conclusion. Over through the conclusion, I'm going to take. Um, I'll take an over on that one as well. Ooh, same same like. reasoning with, with the Bogdanovich. You know, he's he's putting up 15 in in limited action in these three scrimmages, shooting 50. percent um, I, I like you know what Mike Conley was able to do with the you know being able to work out in, in his own gym for the past four months, um, having a, a pretty clear and defined role coming in, and, and having some perspective on the first um, you know 41 games of of the season or 41 wins of the season. And uh, coming into 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 this, I think he's he's got a really clear idea of what he needs to do and what he wants to do. I'll, I'll, I like Mike Conley right now. Aaron Falk right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Uh, you know, and you and I, we talked a little bit about this last week, and you kind of, uh, you know, rightly chastised me for asking the question about the monotony and the Groundhog Day version of the, uh, of the bubble. How much do playing actual games – is that going to break things up because and, and, and the competition of actually playing meaningful games break up the monotony of, of what you guys have been through over the last month or so? Yeah, I think it, it will a lot. I think, you know, I mean, there was a, um, you know, kind of summer camp feel, a training camp feel um, for the last three weeks. And I think, you know, just, just the injecting the emotion of games that matter will will change you know there will be some high some higher highs some lower lows probably as as that goes on and then then the other thing is i mean these guys 
over the course of, of a regular season, this is a routine that they're in, you know, minus the, the airplanes. But um, these guys have that morning shoot around, you know, a, or walk through lunch, nap, game, you know, unwind and, and then get to practice the next day. I mean, that is that is a routine that's familiar. And we are fully back into that. We're playing basically every other day from here on out. And I want to get your perspective on the Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert pick and roll and their continuity and kind of their connectivity, their timing, the rhythm. How valuable is that going to be through the conclusion of this season? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been huge so far. And, and um, I you know certainly uh, heartening for, for everyone to see if you're a Jazz fan. Um, you know, some of that good matchups against uh, you know, a, a team, Bam Adebayo, not playing for Miami in that scrimmage. Um, so you're against some smaller guys. But it does seem that they are um, figuring some things out of, of where and how to get Rudy the ball. And Donovan going, um, you know, I want to say out of his way, but but being conscious of, of all of that. And, and, you know, for all of the, the frustrations and concerns about what, what would the chemistry be like on the court, um, I think they've put a lot of that to rest. And they've, they've been – you know, great in, in practice and, and um, their interactions off the court from, from what I've seen and certainly on the court, Donovan going out of his way to, to get Rudy those lobs. I think all four of his assists in the last scrimmage were, were to Rudy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just absolutely huge. Aaron Falk right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Have you been uh, considering the long layoff? And I know we're, we're just judging scrimmages right now. Has the quality of, been, of play been better, worse, or about the same as what you would expect after a layoff? Yeah, I think it's been um, honestly better than, than I might have yeah. expected. I think, you know, it's, there, there's some concern about rust, um, and you saw that early on in that first scrimmage game. Um, but at the end of the day, also, I mean, you know, th- these guys have been doing this for so long, and this group, it's not, you know, the first – three games back after or of, a, of a training camp where they're still learning, um, you know, just, just terminology and, and plays and, and all of those things. Like these guys have familiarity. Um, they were able to, to keep up with each other, you know, by zoom and, and go over plays and run scouts and that sort of a thing, even, even remotely during the quarantine. Um, and they've looked pretty good um, coming back. I, I, I think the play has actually been, been quite good. Um, which I, I certainly, you know, you know, who, who knew what was going to happen. And, and I think the product so far will be good for fans. I know that Zion Williamson's is a game time decision, uh, for the tip off tonight against the Pelicans. Um, your thoughts on if Zion is on the court and the effect he'll have if he is there. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope so. I'd, I would love to see him. Um, you know, I just for, just as a, as a basketball fan and, and an NBA fan, you, you want the best out there, and uh, we're going to start restart this thing um, in, in such a weird situation. Like this, that's having having that kind of star out there is, is something that you want to see. Um, you know, he was a, an absolute um, load for everybody when when he was healthy, and and certainly the Jazz saw that in the preseason. Um, just you know, inside outside, it's it's one of those matchups where. You see, Rudy, maybe you have to have to pull away from the basket from time to time, or or how are how are you going to defend all these things? But um, you know, I'm I'm hopeful to see him. I, I think that everybody wants to to compete against the best. If you're going to win, you want to win against the best. 
So uh, I know that you, a lot of you guys have been doing all different kinds of jobs. Have you been stuck on mail duty yet, too? Is that part of uh, the daily grind for Aaron Falk? That's, you know, I, I, I use this interview as an excuse to cut out of the final uh, package drop-off. So I, I went, um, loaded, up, loaded up the truck and, and delivered maybe half of the packages to the room. And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a F-list celebrity and I have to do a radio interview. So you, you, guys, you guys finish up these final, you know, 20 packages. So you've got, uh, I mean, is there a lot of, uh, I mean, you feel like Amazon Prime, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of TV consoles and, and video games coming into the uh, coming into the bubble. Yeah, I mean, you know, talking to the the guy at the at the warehouse, um, roughly a thousand packages a day coming in o- overall for for everybody. Um, wow! And it certainly feels like we've had our fair share. Um, and I've been told we are the Jazz are are middle at best in terms of packages received daily. Um, so some other teams are, are getting I don't know I don't know what they they're going to give Jeff Bezos his next his next trillion or billion or whatever the <laughs> hell it is at this point. Aaron, appreciate it, man. Thanks for joining us. I know it's a busy day for you, so it means a lot that you were able to carve out a few moments, even if it did cost you uh, another package run. So thanks for that. You, you might have saved the lower back, Scotty. So I appreciate it. We're here for you, man. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Aaron Falk, great insight as always on UtahJazz.com, uh, doing a tremendous job and. Tell you what, him and Derek Guardino and Steve Smith and so many guys there are doing, uh, you know, wearing multiple hats. I think he mentioned on his last conversation the Jazz Travel Party usually is somewhere in the 50s. Uh, now it's down into the uh, 30s. And so, uh, you know, Derek Guardino is over there writing press releases, assigning interviews, and then uh, shagging rebounds, yeah. you know, for players. And, uh, I mean, it's every, it's all hands on deck, and those guys are doing some great work over there.